This is a crowd podcast. The podcast where we're all trying to love ourselves a little bit more. I love Rod Stewart. I've always loved Rod Stewart. I have loved... I'm sorry, we're going on about confidence and I've gone off on a tangent about She feels confident about her love for the world, yeah. I feel confident. I... (laughs) You are doing this to yourself. (laughs) Lauren, you look so cute today. How are you? I'm hot. (laughs) How are you, babes? This is just torture, isn't it? Like, it really is torture. Think of your fat friends, people. (laughs) in the seat check in on your frat friends we are not okay babe check in on your big titty friends I am literally don't worry about running the water guys because I know we're all low on water it's coming from the breasts it's literally I could literally feel the bath with the boob sweat the back of the knee sweat I'm actually sweating in places that I didn't know you could sweat that's new yeah back of the knee sweat that's a real thing I'm really irritable as well like I'm just like don't touch me don't talk to me don't look at me I know this is (laughs) it I I saw my friends at the weekend and normally like we're huggers and all of us were like don't fucking touch me (laughs) and like it was so funny like how different life is we were talking about a holiday that we went on literally 10 years ago and that we're all I mean obviously not me like bathing in the the oil in the sun from like 10 to 6 every day and then there we all are in the shade factor 50 <laughs> water fruit <laughs> yeah i love the sun i love the sun but honestly even the, for me this is like no i'm literally gonna stay in my bedroom curtains closed yeah it's, yeah. the, it's the way to stay <laughs> cool much. uh do you know what's not the way to stay cool though laura adlington apparently women have been warned and do you know all good stories start with that that women have been warned and you know who <laughs> wrote that headline a man. A man. <laughs> Women have been warned, Laura, to not put, don't do this, Laura, don't put ice lollies in your vagina to cool off in the hot weather. Don't do okay, it. I know talking, you're going to. But I mean, as you said, it, I was thinking, <laughs> oh, that's a novel idea. But are we talking with wrapper or sans wrapper? Oh, itchy. Uh, sans wrapper. Are we talking mini milks Mm. or are we talking rocket lollies? Because there's a different, there's a girthy situation here. We've got to talk about the circumference. I feel like a rocket lolly (laughs) would give you thrush. Um, yes, a sort, rocket lolly would give you yeah, everything else fine. Yeah, just the rocket a mini lolly. milk, a mini milk, good size, nice and creamy. <laughs> but you'd think you'd got thrush for days. <laughs> Should we move on? So literally, just don't <laughs> do on. it. I love just, just don't, don't do, do it. it, everyone. Just please don't. But we needed to lol at the fact that <laughs> women have been warned. Okay, so today's guest is absolutely iconic, and she really is. Uh, She is one of the UK's original plus-size models, and she's also an influencer and a body confidence activist. We bloody love her. So a big welcome to Felicity Haywood. Felicity, how are you? Hi, And you're in real life with me, with you. I was a little late. (laughs) So, right, we've let her off because apparently there's going to be tiramisu. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she had a real, like, moment about this tiramisu. I did have a moment when I came in. The thing is, babes, like... (laughs) I don't. I know we've just had this conversation, but there is a delivery service near my house that that stocks this certain tiramisu, and they've changed the area codes. And I had a meltdown, and then Naturally. I got here late, and I, I jumped out of the taxi, and the delicatessen is there. It's right there. The one of dreams. We are going after to get tiramisu, and okay. the amount of times I've said tiramisu in the last five minutes. If it's not there, <laughs> okay, cool. Shut up for every time I say tiramisu. <laughs> <laughs> If it's not there, I'm going to be devastated because okay. I've come in all guns blazing with this. Honestly, at bloody... this point, I'm like, shall we just stop recording? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's well, an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be safe, we promise. But anyway, we love having you here. Oh, this is so exciting. Us. Um, so one thing that we ask all of our guests when they come on the podcast, and it is a bit of a mean question probably to put you on the spot, but our philosophy and our motto is that the way you look is the least interesting thing about you. Mm-hmm. So, Felicity, what is the most interesting thing about you? I mean, I think it's my grandma, to be honest. Sybil. You know her we know about Sybil. We've got, we I've got a Sybil. question. We'll be talking We've about it. We've got little girl worry. crushes on Sybil. Yeah. Sybil is an icon. The most interesting thing about me is definitely her. <laughs> Tell us more. I mean, if you haven't seen her on my Instagram, she is 91 years old. She has the most gorgeous silver perm that... I've ne- Do you know what? I've never seen her with her hair wet. <laughs> Random. Do you know what I mean though? Okay. Think about it. Like, I've actually never seen her with a hair wet. She's got this beautiful perm. And she, ever since I was younger, she's always the one that's like taught me to be myself and taught me to just sort of fuck everyone else and fuck the industry and the fashion industry. And has always been the one that's like, if they don't fit, we'll make you your clothes. We'll go to Love the charity that. shops. We'll go to the car boot sales. And if your mum don't like it, we'll make it even more garish. And did she make you clothes as well when you were younger? Yeah. I mean, so I've just started dressmaking and I'm obsessed and I need to know more. Like, what does she make you? How, like, well, when I was younger, I wasn't that curvy, but I was mm. in that decade. Yeah. Mm. It's so strange when you think about it, but I've always had a big bum, big belly, big hips, and I could never get the same clothes as my mates. Mm hmm when you go up town on Saturday. Yep. So I remember pedal pushers were a real big thing back then. Yes, I pedal remember those. Did you have the skirt over them as well? Oh my God, I forgot about that! <laughs> <laughs> I like a, flo- like a denim floral skirt with a uh, denim skirt with like the floral embroidery on I it. I know exactly yeah. what, what you mean. vibe. And Morgan. Morgan, Etam, Jane Norman. I couldn't ever get Tammy any girl. of those. Tammy Tam- Girl. Tammy Girl was I couldn't one, ever fit in any of those I couldn't clothes. fit Tammy. Do you know, can I just say, Tammy Girl's come back is it? Is this the Y2K and they're bringing it back? It's back on ASOS. Shut up. I, saw it the other, I, don't, I don't know if I can. Do you know what? Mm. Might as well just go and get a bloody bang on the door groovy chick bedspread as well yeah. and just start no, all again. All but I think I'm fine with that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I live alone. Like, I think I want that. <laughs> I can actually see Can you I bring a boy that. back and be like, yeah, this is just my bang on the door groovy chick <laughs> bedspread. Like, <laughs> when I was <laughs> nine. I had... Um, do you remember the Forever Friends collection? Yes, yeah, obviously. I had Forever Friends. I went through a stage. Forever Friends um, was my, actually my bit more grown up one, but before that, it was Thunderbirds. I, love I Thunderbirds. was, um, yeah. Who's your favourite? Uh, I don't know, but I love them all. <laughs> and Captain, so I was talking much. about this the other day, and also Captain Scarlet. Did you ever watch Captain Scarlet? No, because I loved Virgil. He is Thunderbird <laughs> number two, and okay. I used to go into school. Well, not school. What was it nursery? dressed in my Thunderbird number two outfit and I wouldn't speak to anyone unless they called me Virgil. You were already my most so favourite person. Yeah. I love I'm it. Abs- and also, like, hold on. What? <laughs> I like, so I liked the Thunderbirds, right? I didn't have a favourite. Might have a favourite, like, Power Ranger. You must have a favourite. You know, on Tracy Island, you've got all the different, like... Well, yeah, like, you know, number, number one's, one's a big rocket. Yeah, number, number one's two, pretty good. Number two, Virgil's. Virgil's, my, yeah, obviously. My, my man, Virgil. Um, <laughs> he had... <laughs> He had the big boy. Do you know what I mean? The, the sort the of green like, one. Yeah, with the yellow. It's with the yellow bits. You know, I had his outfit. 
And again, all the pictures of me in this outfit in my nan's garden because she was the one hyping me up. Oh my God. Sybil. Everyone needs a hype girl. I'm so happy that you had Sybil because your parents weren't, it's fair to say, like not completely on board and didn't really understand like your, say, your fashion choices. No, we're not on board, no. Okay. I was trying to be nice. You could ask me nice. It's fine. Um, My mum actually refused to pick me up. She saw me walking down the street in my hometown and she didn't like what I was wearing and refused to pick me up. You can listen to this, Mum, because I know you will. And I still... <laughs> oh, my I was goodness. wearing a punky fish. <laughs> oh, another one. I know. I, going back. I, I was wearing a punky fish. It was like a gown that looked like if it was... It could be in Scream. It had like a big... Just like a Halloween sort of long arms. Long sleeves. Long sleeve, long hood situation. And she refused to pick me up in it because she didn't like it. And also, she never used to let me um, use her body butters. Oh, my God. My mum was exactly the same. Mum, if you're listening, I did actually use your very expensive body shop body butters. That was very hard to say. Body well, shop body me. butter. Body shop body butter. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's that saying? Honky like? fish, man. What a flyback. Well, the point was kind of saying, like, so you were, you know, in a bigger body as a kid? Sort of. Like, it, do you know what? It's really strange because when I look back at it, I'm like, I was not big. Like, look at as yeah. as me as a human now, as, as a woman, I look back on it and I was like, you were not big. Just a kid. But I really mm. thought I was. Yeah. I really thought I was. And I still, in the industry, was still big mm. in the 90s because we, we know the girls that were popular in the 90s. You yeah. had Britney and Christina who were very, very slim up and down. Mm. The, the fashion sense was low-rise jeans oh. with, like, your midriff out. Like, yeah. Oh, my God, like, low-rise jeans. Horrendous. You know, they're coming back as well. I'm not okay. In the 2000s, like that look, like heroin chic. Don't was, even start me on that. Was in, wasn't it? <laughs> now, although there's still a lot more work to be done, I do feel like it is changing. There are a lot more plus size models around. But at that time, there was literally no representation at all, was there? Do you know what? It's it's really mad because I started modelling, so 20, uh, 2011. Oh, wow. 2011. So... Oh my god! I think that's mad to think of how far we've come from 2011 because, you know, 11 years ago there was no representation of anything. There was Evans, and that's only 11 years ago. The only ever plus size representation we had, especially growing up, was comedians. These women were never the ones that were, you know, the main character, Mm. the love interest. Yes, you know, it was. It was never that. It was always the sort of the fat, funny one, and it was. You know, that does play on you when you were younger. And it does when, like, the bodies that you're seeing... And we didn't, you know, we had MySpace or mm. all these other... MySpace. You know, these other things. But We're really going, internet, like, retro. Well, I think we've, got, we've got to do a Y2K episode at this point. so. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, growing up, you didn't really have any... You know, you saw adverts on the television and, and whatnot, but you didn't have the online platform that we do now. So you were really looking to your peers and looking to television and to look into magazines. Mm. And those gossip magazines, the only ever time you saw a curvier or fuller-figured woman was on the cover of a magazine when they were trying to enjoy a holiday and they were being ripped. Yep. Literally, best and worst beach bodies, I can and see And they would now. literally call them like beach whales. And it was always, this. honestly, this absolutely bores my piss. And they still do it now sometimes. <laughs> they say like... So and so ballooned to fifteen stone. <laughs> I'd love to shrink to fifteen stone. I'd love to balloon to it. But yeah, they were all the magazines. They were they were just absolutely vile. They're horrible. 
So it's time for a quick ad break to tell you all about Shopify, the website that makes setting up your own online shop really simple. So I feel like all I see, like a lot on TikTok at the minute, is people doing the side hustle, right? And people yes. have got their small businesses and they're doing their small businesses on top of their full-time jobs. I'm like, how are they doing it? But now I know about Shopify and I think I get it. So if you haven't heard of Shopify, it's an all-in-one commerce platform and it makes it so easy to start, to run and grow a business from literally anywhere. Yeah, so with Shopify, you can literally do everything in one place like creating your online shop finding new customers and even scaling up and you don't even need any experience in coding design or anything like that thank god and there's also 24-hour support, so it couldn't be easier to get started. So if you'd like to try it out, you can get a free 14-day trial at shopify.com forward slash G-L-Y, all lowercase. That's shopify.com forward slash G-L-Y to grow your business today. We were having this conversation the other day mm. about like our mum's generation. Like Our mums were like fed that kind of twiggy era, like that bullshit. But they could didn't have social media. And although social media gets a bad rap, at least there are people representing different bodies yeah. and you can curate it. Whereas like my, our mum's generation, they were just fed it. Magazines, you know, adverts, TV, radio. And it was just like they had to be on a diet and they had to look like this. And there was no escape from it. So like mm. no wonder people have got like issues around their bodies and food. But we, I think we were victims of it as well and all that 90s diet culture bullshit. Like, can we just go back to the term heroin chic? Yeah. <laughs> like, can you just can you just say those two words again? Thankfully, it wouldn't pass now, would it? But it wasn't that long ago that it does. Like, when enough. you think and you talk about, like, fashion and, like, desire and, like, popular culture, heroin chic. <laughs> yeah? How the hell did we allow that to be okay? It was it's everywhere. actually mental. Like, mm. you look like you have an addiction mm. to, to a class A drug. A you look unwell. Yeah. But do you know what? I, I I speak about this loads all the time and, and I've I've written about this in my new book, right? The, with all the, the trends and, and <laughs> when women had to eat tapeworms in the 1920s to stop them putting on weight to like the crazy diets in the 60s to like all of this. But the term heroin, this really, really, really bugs me, right? right? Out of all of it, they're all horrific. But imagine, now we see that like plus size is much more popularised and it's much more common now and we do have much more representation. Imagine if there was a new trend. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm so excited. Where this a going. new trend that was coming out that was a... Plus size women, very popular. We have very popular plus size models nowadays. Let's just say she was addicted to sugar. Yeah? <laughs> okay? She's addicted to sugar. She has a really, really bad diet. It's really bad for her that she's developed diabetes. Would diabetes chic become a fashion <laughs> statement? No, because she get accused of promoting obesity. <laughs> but heroin is fine. Heroin's fi- no, heroin's fine. Heroin's good. It's different, obviously. They're obviously, very different yes, things. it's all about the slim. Oh, it is bad. Do you heroin- get accused of that as well? Oh, yeah. All, all the, the time. Da- all the time. Mm. I'm like, honestly, babes. Come on, like, something Wind new. your neck in. Like, <laughs> life is too short to not just be like trying to be content with yourself. Mm-hmm. Not even... Most some people don't even get there. It's like there is so much fucking pressure on us, and like you grow up, you reach puberty, you get tits and bum and legs and belly and everything, and then you might decide to use contraception. Your whole body gets completely messed up again. Yeah, you then have periods. Your body changes, fluctuates, everything. You then might decide 
to have children, mm. your body completely changes. Yeah. There is a human that comes out of you. <laughs> um, and then you have kids, you go through that, and then you go through menopause. It's like, really shit. It's mad. I don't like that our final like glory will be the menopause. That's what we're gearing up for. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't want it. It's not for me. <laughs> but like all the time, everything is changing. And it's like, that. that's just the bare minimum. Mm. And then there's everything else on top. Mm. So it's like, why are we so horrific to our bodies? And why are other people so horrific to our bodies? Because there's not enough representation. So they can't cope with, oh, someone can't be fat and confident, blah, blah, blah. But when we talk about like, we've all been poorly in our life. We've all got flu. We might have had COVID. We might have, you know, had anything in our life. We've got poorly. As soon as you are poorly and sick... You prey on your body to work its ass off to get you better. And you're doing everything you can, putting every single vitamin, every single change in health, diet, whatever mm. you can do. And you're preying on your body to make yourself better. As soon as you're better, do you treat your body very well? No, that's so true. That's really true. You don't. Such a good point. Yeah. This is such a thing. So like I was saying to Laura last night, I think I had um, a migraine last night. My vision went blurry and then I had a migraine. I thought, you know, this is it. This is the end. And like... <laughs> Not that she's dramatic. Not she didn't dramatic. Google it. But I Googled she didn't it. Google it and then found out she had a brain tumor. I have a brain tumor. Don't Google um, anything. Don't Google anything ever. Yeah, last night and then that. And I was literally like, please just get better. Please just get better. And then this morning, walking here, it's just a slightly tight dress on the old tummy. And I was like, ugh. Last night I was had a brain tumor. I was fighting for my life. Like, can we just? That's so true. Yeah, so true. But why? There's just, but why is the so mindset? Cruel? I think we've been conditioned though to, to think that we need to fix ourselves. It's like things like this might be slightly off, off topic, but like you know, like when hip dips. <laughs> I'd love to have hip dips. I've just, I've, I've just <laughs> my got old body's rolls. a hip dip, babes. <laughs> I've just got rolls, babes. But um. That was just invented just so that there could be another kind of fix for women. And, and cellulite. I, I will absolutely say that there are a lot of pressures on men as well, but I don't... I think you, we have to acknowledge that we get the bloody brunt of it, don't we, as, as girls? It sucks. It sucks. But a lot of it, like we were talking about a minute ago, like when growing up in 90s and noughties, that has a lot to do with it, and that's what we all grew up with. Mm. So you starting plus-size modelling was a real moment, and I kind of want to just go from, like, how you got from, you know, growing up thinking that you were bigger and, you know, potentially being, like, body-shamed by your parents and stuff like that, and then how we go from you now, and you're like... I hope this... I I mean this in the most genuine way possible. You're a poster girl for us babes. Like, Do you know what I mean? Like, you were doing this 11 years ago when the world was so much crueler to plus-size people than it is now, and it's fucking horrible now. Oh, babe, the, the shit that I used to get I on cannot, set. but you did it. But you did it for everything. us, so we can just live. So I, I've, if, if it helps in any way, I've never really been fat-shamed, but it's probably because people are more accepting of my body now because you did all the hard work 11 years ago. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so tell us how it all started. Well, I moved to London when I was 17 and I went to uni to study photography. Left uni, was working 100 jobs in London, just trying to just stay afloat. I was DJing, run, DJing very loosely. Like it's not, um, Were you just playing your iPod nights. shuffle? Yeah, like. pretty much. Um, running disco clubs, like selling vintage clothing. And oh like God, vintage clothing was, was very much my thing at the time because back then as well, you have to understand there wasn't that much in the fashion, in the high street. You'd go and get all your like, you know, knickers and like mm. tights and maybe shorts and stuff like your basics from like the basic shops yeah the, but but you'd have to you'd have to get all your other stuff so i'd get make vintage jewelry bits and 
so cool. and whatever but that's from my that was all from my nan but you had no other mm. option and it's so strange because when you are larger I felt like at school as well like when I was larger I used clothing as a bit of an armor because I was like I know I look different I know I'm bigger than you and I know that I'm going to be made to feel different because of that so do you know what I'm going to just start being so uh, loud and so experimental with my clothing that that, that, that becomes so the much. focus rather than my body. Right, yeah. But when you think about it, that's really sad. Like, obviously mm. now I've developed into a person where, like, those layers have come off and I'm still dressing the same way because I actually love it. Mm. Yeah. You know, I know I've come here today in a huge blue... Honestly, uh, I have a suit before and I absolutely love it's it. It's fabulous. You look it's, sensational. Thank you, babes. Yeah, it's... Uh, I was doing all these things and I, I just sort of realised that all this sort of nightclub stuff everyone was very fickle everyone wanted to be your mate if you could get them free drinks tokens and whatever and I was like I can go into education I was like I want to do something I don't know what it is so I applied to all these schools in Tower Hamlets in East London and two of them got back to me one was a pupil referral unit so I got a placement there and um, at night time because I was wasn't being paid it was work experience I was working um, oh my God. a bar at night so I was doing eight till three at the school and then four till midnight bloody hell <laughs> girl I'm tired just thinking I'm about tired it. I wouldn't do that now <laughs> trust me babes but um, I was doing that and then one night I was down the pub with my friends and I was dancing Diana Ross my friends were doing all the disco like disco <laughs> yeah. songs and I got approached to do a shoot with Anna Nicole Smith now for those Iconic. of you who don't know Anna Nicole Smith she is just sort of this sort of 90s Y2K blonde curvy bombshell, bombshell. from America I just was obsessed with her so mm. I was like oh my god yes <laughs> like I'm gonna do this shoot this will be amazing like my nan will love the pictures like that's what I was thinking like my oh, nan's gonna love, it. gonna love it and the pictures were then I didn't really realize was shot by Miles Aldridge and obviously studying photography at the time he is a very renowned like incredible fashion photographer that shot like David Lynch and like you know Jarvis Cocker like all these people that I idolized mm. he'd shot so I was like this is so That's cool. Really cool this is just me getting my hand and fingers in another pie is that the right saying fingers in a pie yeah yeah many That's fingers it. in many pies many yep. fingers in many pies I was like oh it's just one of these situations I got myself into so did the shoot the shoot was 22 hours long mm. yeah. what so my mate came why what it was just the backdrops and everything were just magnificent and I didn't care by the way I thought this is the best thing ever <laughs> I got free food all day <laughs> would have done it for they the got food, me yeah. a cab I had a cab <laughs> for me and I was getting fed all day like it was like in like spring studios or somewhere it was just I was like this is the fucking this best this is the life there was two security guards there looking after the diamonds that I was wearing I was like oh wow. my god this is amazing now one of the things I remember from this shoot, which is really sad looking back on it, is when they came to ask for my sizes for the pieces, because obviously back then again, what are they going to dress me in? Mm. They had some designers that were working on some pieces with me. I lied about my measurements, right? Like, I know. It makes no sense. Oh. It make, no, no. But so, so, I understand why you did it. I lied. But also... Yeah, okay, so what, what did I think was going to happen? So they asked for my measurements, and I was like, oh, yeah, this, 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 and this. And I lied to them, because I was like, oh, I want them to think, you know, this is the fashion industry, this is cool, like, mm. I'm not involved in this, this is very strange. I was like, I made myself appear to be smaller. I mean, 
I lied about my measurements. Mm. And then when I got there, half the clothes didn't fit me. Well, obviously. (laughs) And the only thing that fit me were like the stretchy things. And like looking back on it now, I'm like, oh, babe, why did you do that? Why did you feel like, you know, and I felt that I wanted to be included in it, that I lied. Yeah. And that's that's pressure from society. It's so sad. And I look back on it now. I had to shrink myself to be that. And like, I was smaller than I was now. And it's like, it's actually mental. And anyway, the shoot came out. It just went mad. It went viral because he, in particular, Miles Aldridge, had never used a curvy girl. All the footage and all the pictures are very Hollywood-esque, very, very slim women. So because of that, and I'm fully aware of this, by the way, I'm only where I am today because I shot with him. Do you really think that? Yeah. Because because I shot with him and he was so prestigious, everyone was then like, "Oh, oh, let's try so the, if, if he yeah. can right. use can use a plus size woman and make her look cool and attractive and desirable." I know I was playing a character. Then I started to get all these different shoots. I did another shoot with Cara Delevingne, and I was the bar lady for Numero magazine. And then I did a Mac Cosmetics campaign. And That's cool. it was, they flew me to New York. It was the most incredible experience <gasps> ever. They built me a, like a whole plane. And it was um, Kelly and Sharon Osbourne were like doing their campaign at the same time. I was like, what is this life? Stop it now. We used to work it for free in the day. Like, <laughs> you're going to New York. That's mad. There was, there was one time as well. So I had that job at that school. Hmm. Uh, but then I then got a paid job as a teaching assistant at another school looking after two autistic boys so I left the school that I loved and I went to this one because I, I just couldn't afford my rent so I, I, I left and went there and another job came through but I knew they weren't going to let me they weren't that great they weren't going to let me have the day off and I definitely couldn't tell them I was modelling because also you've got to remember is that back then if you're a plus size girl saying you're modelling mm. people assume you're doing porn yeah. because mm. it's like how? Mm. how are you doing modelling? so I remember I, yeah, booked that job and I was like, they're not going to give me the time of work. So I'm going to have to lie. So I go in, I start my acting skills, really yes. not feeling well. I down like like two or three pints of water and then I timed it. I was like, oh God, and I was gearing myself up to oh throw God. up. And I ran to the toilet and I threw up, waited for someone else to, to go in and threw, made myself be sick because I drank all that water. It was all just sort of sitting there. And they were like, oh, Felicity, you're really unwell. You must go home. I was like, oh, I must go home. <laughs> I'm so poorly. Got straight to Heathrow and went on. Little did they know that I come back and I shot a whole MAC Cosmetics campaign. That is, that is wild. But, all this shit, but, but I couldn't afford to lose my job. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know if this was going to go anywhere because you have to understand as well, I knew I was a gimmick. Mm. I knew that this wasn't a thing. You know, at that time as well, Beth Ditto, adore her, Mm. was on the cover of Love Magazine and Enemy. Mm. But again, she was a celebrity. Right. So this was a bit different. You know, it's when, you know, these big designers use plus size celebrities like Adele or, you know, whoever, or Beth Ditto go and sing at their catwalks and they do head to toe custom pieces for them but then you can't buy it it's it's all it's all tokenism so mm. you must have had that so much yeah at that at the time because yeah. even now I see it like there's a body positive campaign and there's one plus size person in it yeah I mean it's who's, who's not plus size. who's hourglass yeah and who's actually more mid-size yeah do we not like that word right let's get into right okay tell us how you feel about mid-size because I accidentally nearly said it and I thought you were going to kill me <laughs> Do you know what? I just really wish that there wasn't any labels really at all. I think the issue for me is I'm just kind of a bit over like 
people that are a size 10 or 12 distorting their body to create roles <laughs> and then s- selling me inspirational quotes Please, about honestly. sell you like it's normal and love the skin you're in and it's like fuck off you're a size fucking 10 and that the thing is and then you have to be really careful like that's not to say that they don't have issues and that people that are smaller don't have body hang-ups because they do we all mm. do but can you also just acknowledge that as plus size women our lives and experiences are completely different and we have to face fat phobia and stigma on a daily basis and we live in less privileged bodies and so then it's like mid-size is cool and trendy for me it just feels like that's acceptable fat and I'm not as long as people are being true and authentic to themselves stop trying to make yourself look bigger and stop trying to bend yourself over and and, and jump on something that so many other women have been campaigning for and don't get the same appreciation as you because you are slimmer and more appealing in society's fucked up standards and you know what it's been so strange because I've done this for 10 years now and uh, I was always at the beginning of it really pro like let's talk about every single fucked up thing that's happened in the industry let's talk about but it's just got to the stage now where everyone is doing it but I don't believe everyone is doing it for the right reasons they're doing it for engagement and followers and likes and they know that they'll be able to get clothing lines and book deals and all this sort of stuff from just basically repeating what other bigger women have Mm. said and have been saying for years and have been saying yeah that said I did um because I put something on my Instagram stories about it recently and there was quite a few women that came back to me and said you know like I think let's not think about it too much like it's almost it's more superficial than that in that some people are saying that in terms of when they're looking for fashion inspo or for people on Instagram for example they'll search for mid-size fashion it's kind of the same with me in that I don't particularly love the term plus size fashion but I use it because that's just that's just the terminology that we've always used but like you said, I just want to get to a point where it's just fashion. Yeah, that's what, that's what like, I'm I think that's what why are I we agree still not you. having like brands that are catering from like a size four well, to thirty. When I I've I've done four collections now with Playful Promises, the lingerie company, and um, when they came to me, they originally said, "Do you want to do a plus size range?" And I said, "No." Yes. And I was like, "You you got to understand that, like, of course I do, but mm. if you keep doing ranges that are separate from the core range." you are immediately making you're making a divide i was like my bunch of friends and everyone around me we're we're not all fat it's a real range of different mm. bodies mm. and the whole thing that is it just brings me back to being in my hometown and going uptown on a saturday with my friends and all wanting to wear the same thing you know everyone wants to be the spice girls everyone mm. wants to be this girl gang and and there'll always be the odd one out who can't who can't wear it you know, and, and like you say, people have issues no matter what size you are, if you're a four, if you're a 24, if you're, you know, anything in between or above. But I was like, it's really important to me that we do as many sizes as they can. They're still a small company as well. They're not they're not one of these big clothing giants. So, you know, as many sizes. So we do eight to 26 and I would like to go higher mm-hmm. and also lower. But at the moment. As an ind- independent brand, that is a lot. It's like 75 bra sizes, by the way. That's thing. And I've seen it because I've worked with um, Savage Fenty quite a lot. Oh, my God, obsessed. And I've been, I've done like, they're like in-house, like fit modelling. Usually wouldn't do that, but got to spend time with Rihanna and see the actual... Sorry! Sorry, hold on. Actually, take that out because that is awful, isn't it? No! no. <laughs> 
Sorry, it was because I saw you. No. <laughs> Your mouth dropped at the same time. I, saw you go, I was like, oh my God, that was no, literally no, so bad. No, 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 we but loved it. The, Sorry, you got to hang out with Rihanna. Is she amazing? She's amazing, yeah. But the point was, is like, I was in the the fitting rooms when she was doing her lingerie and it was like, there was me as a plus size girl and a smaller size girl as well. And they were always different. So like, I'd be wearing, we'd be wearing the same style bra but I would have thicker straps and more coverage and then you know the they'd be the same pattern and colors but different and I was sitting there going I don't always want to have a full cup sometimes I want them to sag I want to have a lace thing I want comfort mm, I don't yeah. always I want the same thing as my friends so I was like I can't change between the two like it has to be the same because it's about giving everybody the option not that every choice, not yeah. everyone is yeah. going to want to wear. Some people are going to be like, my boobs are so big and heavy. I'm going to have to wear. Say, Thick strap sounds great to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but then on other times you might want to wear like. If I'm going for like a, that kind of brand, I want a bit of sexy something. I want exactly the same as everyone else. Everyone else, yeah. And it's possible because we've done it. And then other high street brands, if they can see it, then it'll change. And then John Lewis bought my collection and they bought all of the sizes. And it opens up the the range to to other people. So maybe you know your your auntie in her sixties who's never been able to find a bra that's like really sexy and can fun now and like find one can now find one. And she may not have access to to the brand I work with or my Instagram or anything like that. But she might be going looking on John Lewis. It. Sadly, they just online. This is the most yeah. frustrating thing for me. It's like when I was younger, like I couldn't shop on really on the high street at all. Yeah. Um, and I still can't. And I, I want to support the high street. Everyone keeps saying, oh, high street's dying. And I don't understand. I genuinely don't understand why stores don't stock it. It, it, it baffles me. We talk about all the time. Like, if the average UK size is a 16, and you go onto one of these big websites and you look at how many size 16s there are and how many size 10s there are, how many 20s there are, it's not equitable. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there's probably just as many of us over here mm-hmm. in the 20s as there are like the 10s. Why is my money not as good? Why don't I get access to that? And it yeah. doesn't make any business sense to me and like you said we know it's possible because brands are doing it so I think in maybe five ten years we'll be in a much better position because things like brands you're working with and and brands that are actually caring about plus size women and plus size fashion are doing it properly also as well what winds me up is when the plus size is more expensive than the core oh right and everyone's like this whole sort of like yeah well they use more material they use that and I'm like okay fine I agree with you. Mm. You do have to use more material for the plus. But let's just say you have an item that's £20, right, and in the core range. So let's just say size 14, like mm. in the sort of in the middle, size 14, 16, is 20 quid. And then in plus size, it's 25 quid. Why in size four and six is it not 15 quid? Because mm. it's less material. That's so true. Very good point. It's always that, isn't it? It's yeah. always, in every yeah. situation, it's like being bigger is always seen as worse off, pain in the arse, and smaller is, is more desirable yeah. and, and could be the same price. Could it be. is so frustrating. And a lot of the time as well, like, you know, clothes, like, they're just frumpy. Yeah. Like, before, like, doing more on Instagram and before Bake Off and all of that, I didn't buy a lot of that many clothes partly because I was gearing up to have bariatric surgery, didn't go ahead of it. But I didn't need like a like a big wardrobe. But now I'm like doing stuff and going out more and whatever. I find it really hard to buy like 
trendy clothes mm. and not just the kind of the safe stuff like I love me a floral tea dress I do I live in them <laughs> and I do actually just like them but I'd also like to have some like variety and, and be a bit more daring and I see and I used to see in the magazines and on the catwalks and in like movie premieres and I'd see people like and I'd be like I want to wear that I want to wear that I had this award ceremony was it last year a year ago yeah and and I, I wore a high street dress. I felt fine in it and it was a lovely dress, but it wasn't a red carpet dress. I had this problem. I've had this problem for years. For years of like not being, I mean, Fashion Week is exactly the same thing as well. Like, oh yeah, we want you to come to your sh- our show. Everyone else dressed head to toe. Oh, you can have an earring. Oh, thank, you so much. thank you so much. Yeah, it's, and you know what also is really frustrating is that a lot of these uh, designers, they do plus they don't tell you what they don't advertise it i'm a model i've been on set where i've wore designer they don't tell you it's it's not in it's not in the shop because they don't want fat people in your clothes and you know who does it so who is an incredible this is an incredible brand it's 11 honore they're based in new york new york fashion week is incredible like so diverse amazing incredible like I could go off about it compared to the shit show that is London Fashion Week. <laughs> but they have on there a list of maybe 30 designers. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to look this up because okay. there's amazing stuff on there. But what I found what was quite confused me when I went <laughs> over and I was in New York, there was two or three British brands what? on this list. And I was like, you go up to a size 28, you go up to a size 30. How come in London? That's not an option. That yeah. I can't get that, but it is in America. And like, I've been to your shows and you don't show any diversity. Yeah. I didn't know you go up to that size. Why are they not showing it in this country? It's actually mad. So I was like, oh, okay, so I, I can wear your clothes and I could have worn your clothes for Fashion Week, but you didn't give me option, but you do in New York. Why is that? I don't, Why? That, make, that this is sense. it. Do you know, I'd love to sit in in the room and like you know these high the high end fashion brands specifically because that's obviously where it all starts and it filters down. Why? Why is it an aesthetic thing? If so, go fuck yourself. I think like, a lot of it is an I aesthetic thing. Get it? Do you know what else I think it is? And I might be wrong, but my guess is that there isn't enough like fat perspective within brands. They don't hire fat people. Mm. They're not going to be thinking about like yeah, the plus size. So about the different body shapes as well as like yeah. sizes and stuff. I don't think brands think that. I bet you any money, like all of the people that are like running the plus size collections are tiny. And well, I, I that's like no that. disrespect to them because it's mm. not, again, it's not about skinny shaming, but you do need to know. You need a bit of lived experience. So I've been, yeah. I've been slim and I've been bigger and being in a bigger body, the fashion that I wear and everything is just so much more different. So I can vouch for the fact that if you're in a smaller body... You have no idea what it's like to be in a bigger body and what the mm. kind of clothes that you might need and where you need extra... Pa- it's not, you know, I've talked a million times, my size is not just a size 10 with more fabric. I need mm. fabric in the places that I need it. So 100%, you do need that voice. That I need a fat voice in the room, mm. like championing the big girls. It's just so frustrating. It's just so... It just feels so bleak. And then there's so many retailers as well that, like... Like, I'm just going to be just shaming retailers now. Like Monsoon, they got up to 24, but only in some things. <laughs> make that make sense. Only in some things. Only in some things. <laughs> only only, only in what we think we will allow you to wear. Yeah. 
Why? So frustrating. So you've got like 25% of their stuff goes up to a 24. The rest of it stops at a 22. It's one size. Like, surely. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not like that <laughs> it's big a couple a of inches, babe. Just, just fucking <laughs> do it. a couple of inches what between friends? <laughs> it really... Well... Laura, I know how much you love Skin and Me, and I'm so excited that they're sponsoring this episode. I know. Honestly, they are fantastic. I absolutely love this brand. They make personalised skincare that's affordable, and it really works. Um, Literally, all you have to do is take an online consultation. I just uploaded some selfies when I was in the nail salon one day. (laughs) (laughs) They basically just sort out all the rest. I love this. Right, so what's what's your favourite product? What do I need in my life? So the main product is their daily doser, which is what's actually got all the active ingredients in it one of the things I love the most is that when you twist it and then when it clicks you know that you've got the right amount because I'm always like how much do I use when it says pea size amount but I'm like I've got quite a big face like I don't know how much to use <laughs> two peas <laughs> it just really boosts my overall complexion it's helped with pigmentation and I really rarely get any spots now so like I genuinely you know me Lauren I will never ever talk about or promote anything that I don't love and I genuinely really love this I love and your skin does look absolutely fabulous oh thank you <laughs> so if you would love really lovely skin too uh, you can try skin and me and we've got a great deal for you so you can get your first month for just a £3.50 pharmacy fee by using the code LOVE2 at the checkout so that is L-O-V-E and the number 2 and you'll get your first month for £3.50 when it usually costs £24.99 You've kind of spoken about like how the Kardashians have made being curvy sexy or more of a thing Mm -hmm. and obviously we're saying curvy in terms of that's you know they're tiny women um Tell us more. I just think, right, we've gone from the place where I find it very difficult when you look at Britney and Christina in the 90s and obviously they were very slim and obviously probably did have eating disorders and probably were very, like, trapped in the music industry where they were controlled and and whatever. You've gone from that was a body trend. I'm talking about fashion trends. I'm talking about body trends. It's the same thing. It's Mm. so gross. To now, these women have altered their bodies have lied to you all and are lying (laughs) they have had surgery done saying it's real and we talk about them now and we're giving them more airtime. Mm. And it's, you know what? That's frustrating as well. I'm like, if we were all just to fucking stop talking about them mm. and stop giving Unfollow. them a day. Yeah, because stop what, giving them our whatever money. they're doing, they're doing it on purpose because we, we end up keep talking about them. But the thing is, they've set the beauty standards. They have set the beauty standards. Kylie's face is everywhere. It's like they've set the beauty standards and, and that, that, that hourglass that you know what? get. I wouldn't care so much if they were honest. Same. This is the thing, is it's so like, true. you know, they're in a position of such power that if they were, like, you look at pictures of them before and after, it's money in a surgeon, and I find it so frustrating that we are so... It's, it's just the it's the young minds that are looking and are, are wanting to look like these people. You know, they're having their lips done, they're having all this surgery, they're having all this stuff... I feel that if they were to be honest about it, we would have so much less mental health, eating disorders, because people would know, oh, if I want to look like that, I've got to have loads of money. And we all know this, yeah. right? But young people don't. Know, like As you were talking for this, I'm like, is this the current younger generation's diet culture? Like, yeah, of course uh, it is. Our noughties. It is. You know, I'm sitting here in my little bubble being like, oh yeah, it's all getting better and fa- you know, plus size fashion is a thing and people are more accepting and we have got representation. That's all true. But all these kids are going to grow up in 10 years' time and have massive issues because they don't have... Well, no, but they, they, these kids are going 
they can't afford these doctors. What they're doing is they're looking at the, the, these women and going, okay, I'm going to buy every product they're selling. I'm going to buy all these like shakes. You remember when everyone was buying all mm. these, you know, flat tummy teas? Oh, I'm going to buy all these shakes, all these things. I'm going to go on this diet. I'm going to do all these things. And then suddenly their body has not changed and morphed into this sort of like, you know, plastic hourglass that they're now suddenly like, fuck. They then go to surgeons and they're going to surgeons that are, especially in America, it's really, really badly in America. They're going to surgeons who aren't qualified because they're doing it for a cheap deal. Mm-hmm. And these these young girls are having concrete injected yeah. into their ah. bums, and, and then dying. they're dying. They're dying of infections. This is the thing. This is not. This is not us just going. You know, are they annoying? They're twats. They are. They are. Yeah, but but like they're actually damaging, damaging people and killing, and killing people. people, and it oh has to start. And this is why. People will like get really defensive, like, oh, you're just jealous. I'm not jealous. I would not want that life. I would do not want to look like them. Like I almost, almost feel sorry for them. I don't because I despise them. But I just think they're just so toxic and narcissistic. And like when we talk about beauty standards, we talk about all oh, unrealistic ones. They're saying impossible ones. It's really sad because if we could just wipe them off, just to say, that wouldn't help. That wouldn't help them out because we have so many models, influencers, musicians, you know, we have people who have surgery Mm. and have had BBLs and all this sort of stuff and are like, I've had a BBL, I feel fucking great, I feel the best I've ever felt and this is what, look at Cardi B, yeah, Yeah. she's had work done, she's not hiding anything, Mm. she's living her best life, (laughs) but then you have, you know, models and influencers who are... (laughs) The majority of plus size models have had work, and you wouldn't you wouldn't know. Really? And really? what what like what face work? Everything. And what I find is so bad is like, I and I understand as well because as a model myself, feeling the pressure of like I'm getting older, mm. you know, I understand the pressures, but I also the one thing I fucking hate is these people who have had all of this work done. Obviously quite obviously like the Kardashians as in it's like you've gone from one to the next day and it's completely thing and they are choosing to deny it and then they're continuing with the body positive message Mm. so they're like oh I'm rolling over look at my belly look at this or whatever and you know but but you've had liposuction and you've had everything sucked out and put it into your bum you've had your your arms done you've had everything done and what message is that giving to again to the to these young people looking up at you and it's a, it's just the mirror image of what the Kardashians are doing but you can't just wipe away the Kardashians there's so many people that are that are still down. it's just filtered down and it will continue mm. to filter down and I say this time and time again like I do not have a problem with surgery in the slightest my mum had a boob job when she was 50 she bloody loves her new tits love that mm. she's got all this new confidence but my mum's not walking around going these are my real boobs I mean yeah. this is what they look like at 50 yeah. Yeah. and they're suddenly like <laughs> pinky and perky yeah <laughs> no um, also surgery is so vital for people that are transitioning to become the person that they have yeah. always wanted to be and are yeah, of course. And people that are also, you know, in accidents and, and they need, you know, life-saving plastic surgery. I don't have... The, the surgery isn't the issue. Changing yourself isn't an issue. Yeah, Changing do, your you style, you. your hair, everything. But we're not talking about when, you know, blue mascara was very popular in the 80s. <laughs> and, you know, when the next trend comes, you can 
you can wipe away that yeah. that makeup. We're talking about people that are going under the knife to get their bodies altered. And what's going to happen when the next trend comes? Mm. Like, what are we doing? And what are we allowing? I think that's the more of the thing is we're allowing this to happen. It makes no sense because it's like it's impossible beauty standards that you're mm. setting that, again, we're all trying to meet because that's just the world we live in and it just doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, this is no shade to anyone that wants to get surgery. Do you? Absolutely. Like that's, that's your choice. That's the beauty of having choice. But I also really rate people who are online who have surgery and take you through the process. Yeah, I like So that. I've seen people that have like, you know, had surgery done and had facelifts and stuff and whatever and they've gone... This is this is what you have to go through because mm. that's what people are hiding and it is mm. traumatic. Do you know having a BBL is one of the most dangerous surgeries? Yeah, it is. So that's where they inject shit, i.e. concrete, into your bum to make it bigger. But the the normal doctors wouldn't no, put yeah, concrete normal. in it. They would take your fat from your stomach or your arms or wherever you you would want it mm. and put it into your bum. But if you inject it in a certain place and hit a vessel, it could, the fat can go straight up into your heart and you'll die. I mean, that's just so scary. Isn't that sad though? And that's it, really considering sad. as well that it used to be like twenty years ago, it was always like, oh, does my bum look big in this? And now it's like, no, but does it? Like, is in a good way? Like, does my bum <laughs> no, look big please. in this? Like, I hope it does. <laughs> but this is what we're saying. Beauty standards, are, beauty standards are really? fickle. Everything changes. And body trends and fashion trends will continue to change. But we will just all be as we are in the bodies that we are given. Mm. So it's all about, you know, accepting ourselves, loving ourselves if you can, just as we are. And kind of saying, fuck off to the stupid trends. It makes us all feel like shit anyway. It's mm. literally it. Hopefully it is changing. Do you see like a big difference? I mean, there must be a huge difference from when you started. I mean, yeah, there's, there has been a huge difference, but it's taken 10, 11 years. Mm. That's the difference, isn't it? It's like, yeah, it has, but it's taken so, so long and it's still not where it needs to be, you know? I, I mean, even I go on, I went on set this weekend and it's like, you know, trying to find clothes that, that fit you know, companies sending, like, size 14 dresses for me. I'm a size 20. Like, what? how you wear a chop leg off? Like, <laughs> cool, I'll just leave this no, out here. Yeah. I think it's got to a, it's got to a good place, but it can it's not equal. Lots of our listeners will be listening, thinking, how do I be as confident as you? Have you got any tips for body confidence and self-love? It's different for everyone, of course, but I ultimately think the key to confidence is comfort and comfort Ah. isn't something that is always easy for us because obviously we've spoken about the fashion industry and everything but with me the way that I've managed to find my confidence I feel the most confident in a leopard print cat suit which by the way you look sensitive I feel like you were born to to wear leopard print leopard print's my favourite leopard print's my neutral I mean I'm actually surprised we've got this long into this podcast without me mentioning how much I I can't believe none of us are wearing it oh she has got a bag I did see a bag bag. (laughs) I I can't believe I've gone this long in a podcast without speaking how much I love Rod Stewart and that's why I love leopard print (laughs) there we go Rod Stewart I love you you're the reason I am you and Sybil man are the reason I am where I am today babes I love you there is a picture of me and Rod Stewart in my book I saw I'm not being I think we're friends. <laughs> I'm even closing my eyes, imagining our friendship. We have met. What is it about the rod? <laughs> Wait, no, I regret that. I do not regret that sentence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, is it that? <laughs> 
No. Yeah, definitely. I love Rod Stewart. I've always loved Rod Stewart. I have loved. I'm sorry, we're going on about confidence, and I've gone off on a tangent about. She feels Rod. confident about her love for the world. Yeah. I feel confident. I. <laughs> you are doing this to yourself. <laughs> that one was intentional. <laughs> um, going back to confidence. For me, it's about finding comfort within yourself. I feel that once you are comfortable in an outfit, you are able to take on the world. Once you're comfortable in your makeup, your your hair, whatever. I'm talking about right now, not necessarily your emotions. Well, no, it is your emotions. When you find an outfit or an item of clothing that you feel comfortable in, that's in your right size, that you feel cuddled in. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like, mm. there's nothing better, worse. There's nothing worse than walking down the street in something that you feel uncomfortable in, um, that's hurting you, or you're c- conscious of your body. And so I've got that right now. I'm literally sitting there trying to pull my bra away from my body. It's about it really it's, hurts. it's about finding it's simple things mm-hmm. that fit you and working on it. So I like wearing slim fitted things because I feel like I'm having a big hug and they just make me feel empowered life is really fucking short and it's really embarrassing that we spend so much of our time hating ourselves everything gets thrown at you at life they have so much things that go wrong and it's so hard to feel that you can't feel that full confidence and that full ambition and push yourself to where you want to go because of low confidence and self-esteem that's coming from all of these other industries. And I think you can look at someone like Roger Stewart. <laughs> but no, but you, you can look at someone and be like, oh my God, they're gorgeous. I want to look like them. I want my body to be like them. But you can go under the knife. You can get all of these things done. But ultimately, you're never going to be that person. There are no two people on this planet that can look the same, even if you do all that surgery. So you really, really need to learn to aspire to be the best version of you because there's only ever going to be one of you but I know that's really easy for me to say I've had 10 years in the industry or 11 12 years of oh, bloody hell <laughs> where I've been pushed and shoved and I've I've found my feet and I've had to sort of just for me my confidence has had to just turn overnight it's been forced mm. my confidence has been forced because I saw the people around me gaining confidence from me taking risks so it's very difficult for me to be like find confidence because I've just been thrown it I've just been thrown in it and then just dealt with everything underneath but I do think comfort is key when it comes to confidence also stop delete that toxic man's number (laughs) (laughs) right not even man you know any human delete the toxic humans in your life because you don't realize how much how much energy is around you that's that's negative and you know when you have people around you that are not confident within themselves they are portraying it onto you and making yourself worse than you are finding confidence is cutting off the people that no longer serve you and that that shouldn't be around you because you know I say this with love but like you know my nan was so supportive with me and, and when other people weren't and as soon as I started ignoring them and just having fun with that one person or all with yourself mm. that's when my confidence grew I love that you that's a, I mean what a note to end on. We started with Sybil and we can end with her. Thank you so much. Thank and we you. love Thank you. you. Love you too. <laughs> Felicity's new book, Does My Butt Look Big in This, is out now. Definitely check it out. It's a fantastic read. Oh my God, wasn't Felicity just the best? She really was. Like I love her energy love her. and her confidence. Like she's just cool. Like you just want to be best friends with her and hang out and eat tiramisu for the rest of your life. I do want to do that, which by the way, listeners, we didn't end up doing because they had ran out of tiramisu. It was devastating. So uh yeah, Felicity still has this tiramisu. And I also I want to go out and get pissed with her. I I love her.
what I really liked as well was what she was saying about comfort, like clothes and confidence. Mm. And I love how many people we're seeing getting more confident with their clothes in the Facebook group. Yeah, I love it. And there's, it's just coming. We're, we're here. We're hot girl summer. We're hot girl life now. Just wear whatever you want. And people are getting their arms out and their boobs out and their bellies out and their legs out. And it's just my favourite. So someone said in the group, at 52, I'm going out, out in a dress. The last time I wore a dress was at my wedding, she says. Oh. Thank you to the podcast for totally changing my mindset and this wonderful group for giving me the confidence to do this i'm sure no one will die the world will still continue to spin (laughs) on its axes and no one will give a shit this is it no one gives a shit and if they do they forget about it in two minutes and move on to the next person they're gonna give shit about it's a them problem not a you problem it's a them problem not a you problem god we need that on a t-shirt we love everyone in the group who is hyping up everybody else in the group and giving them confidence just you i just love it i just cannot yeah thank (laughs) you for for all of the support you're giving us but also everyone else that's what it's all about is uplifting other people and other women and let's you know let's keep continuing that so thank you all so much for listening we really hope that you've loved this episode as much as we have and we'll see you next week bye Crowd Network, a place where you belong.